The Chicago Bears had a chippy day seven of training camp before they take today off. We're going to talk about the players that stood out, the things that happened, everything that went down, and how the defense is well ahead of schedule. We're going to get to all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes, holding it down for C-Dub and Bobby. You guys can uh, follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. But with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. So yesterday was a chippy day at training camp for the Chicago Bears. We heard that uh, Kyler, uh, I'm sorry, Velas Jones was uh, ready to throw punches after uh, Jaquan Brisker uh, hit him pretty hard, got in his head a little bit. And, you know, I, I haven't heard anything yet about any disciplinary action or anything like that. You can't throw punches at your own team. But I'm glad that the edge is coming out there. Chippiness in training camp, I like that. That shows the edge. It shows everybody's competing. That shows everybody's uh, ready to go, right? And so that's there. It's football. It's competitive. There's going to be a little bit of chippiness. You can't throw punches at your teammates, though, especially not Jaquan Brisker, who is really shaping up to just be to really hit that next level of ascension for the Chicago Bears on that defensive side of the ball. Many of you guys know I'm a defense guy. I want the Bears to be back to the monsters of the midway. I say that every chance I get, and it seems like this defensive uh, team is really starting to find their edge. A number of players standing out on the defensive side of the ball in, in yesterday's training camp. First up, we're going to talk about is Kyler Gordon getting a bu bunch of interceptions, shutting players down in coverage. It really does seem like Kyler Gordon has, has he came into this season absolutely knowing he's just going to play nickel, being able to focus just on that nickel cornerback position, and he's done nothing but absolutely shine. When you look at yesterday, right, in the padded team session yesterday, he had an interception, he had a tackle for a loss, and he had a sack. Kyler Gordon's playing, playing nickel for the Chicago Bears team with his speed, his athleticism, the way that he can hit hard, everything, not, not just the splash plays. Yes, those are going to be the headlines. Those are going to be the things that you hear about, but also main key tackles on running plays, right? The Spider-Man uh, name for him is going to be a, a, a real one because he is swinging all over the plate. Well, that that's, that's a bit of a pause moment there. But Kyler Gordon is just playing extremely well. He's thriving in that nickel position and it seems like Kyler Gordon is ready to hit the ground running this upcoming season and yeah he had his struggles his rookie year but Kyler Gordon being what he's being and you know we've already heard about you know now there's a position battle with Terrell Smith and and Tyreek Stevenson who may be getting that starting position which all that's good and, and bodes well for our, our defensive backs overall but Kyler Gordon has been the standout in the last couple of days of practice and what he's able to do with his decision-making, with the big playmaking. Do not be surprised if Kyler Gordon ends up being one of the biggest biggest playmakers on this defensive side of the ball via the tackles, via the interceptions, getting turnovers, things like that. And he's hitting hard on top of that. Huge day for Kyler Gordon on that defensive side of the ball. Right with him, his draft mate as well, and Jaquan Brisker. Listen, Jaquan Brisker is, <laughs> is just, it seems like he's getting to that next level. When uh you, you hear that he literally told Luke Getze after, you know, by, uh, batting down another play, stop playing with me. Call something different. Jaquan Brisker, and, you know, I, I was on uh, Just Another Year Chicago with Nick over there. Uh, and, he, you know, he talked about the fact that he hopes that Jaquan Brisker doesn't get a little bit too cocky, right? And I understand that, that worry and concern. But listen, he's a safety at the NFL level. You need to carry yourself with a little bit of, 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 of attitude, a little bit of edge. Jaquan Brisker is bringing all of that 
for this defensive side of the ball, bringing the intensity, um, you know, almost starting a fight with Vellis Jones. Uh, but, you know, just having it where he's making the big plays, multiple pass breakouts, back-to-back interceptions off Justin Fields, Jaquan Brisker, again, along with Kyler Gordon, is really making that next step. And overall, it seems like this secondary that the Chicago Bears are having, Eddie Jackson, Jaquan Brisker, Kyler Gordon, Jalen Johnson, Terrell Smith, Tyreek Stevenson, everybody is really shaping up that. I think when you look at it, when you look at that, our defensive backs and our linebacking core is absolutely set. The biggest questions that we have is on that defensive line and are they able to bring it? And we got some positive things to talk about as well on that defensive line, but you know, really our secondary is maybe one of our biggest assets next season in not just the passing game, but also getting to the quarterback, getting to the run, getting that second level of defense going, everything. Now, to keep it going, a very defensive episode with Jack Sanborn kind of out with injuries, still resting some things up. Noel Sewell has been making the most out of every opportunity he's been getting with that first team defense. On back-to-back plays yesterday, he dropped Travis Homer uh, to the ground and made a play at the line of scrimmage with Khalil Herbert. And it's just, he's he's hitting hard that we're hearing. He's getting to the quarterback. He's breaking up plays. Noel Sewell, I said it before, right? Jack Sanborn is still going to be a big portion, a big part of this linebacking core. Because of his ability to play almost all three linebacking positions, I don't, I'm don't. i not really worried about Jack Sanborn, whether he starts or not, getting an opportunity on this team. But do not overlook the rookie Noel Sewell and his, and his potential to take that starting linebacker position from Jack Sanborn, especially if Jack Sanborn is, is, it remains out with injury. The way that he's playing, the way that he's showing up as a rookie, you can't really overlook that, man. And I like that, you know, that our rookies and this rookie class that we brought in on that defensive side, it's really shining. And so, you know, we're going to talk uh, about the defensive line here. Travis Bell really stood up. Another rookie defensive lineman as well. Uh, starting to show something in yesterday's practice. He got his hem- helmet nicked off, and he drew a holding penalty, uh, playing with the first-team defense in drills uh, yesterday. And, you know, we're hearing things about Javon Dexter. We're hearing things, and not as much about Zach Pickens, but Javon Dexter as well, getting to the quarterback, uh, getting past Khalil Herbert, who he has, Khalil Herbert's pass blocking is still, you know, a, a net negative for him. But we're, we're this young defensive, these defensive linemen that, uh, Ryan Poles brought in are really showing and they're going to be pushing whether it's Billings whether it's Justin Jones they're going to be pushing for that starting spot now Travis Bell is going to more than likely be a depth piece I don't really see him passing up anybody on that depth chart to be a starter I could be wrong on that but when you hear about how him and Javon Dexter have really you know come in with a level of poise and just hitting the ground running it, it really bodes well for them to really get an opportunity to, to be big parts of the Chicago Bears interior defensive line and that may be why we're seeing Ryan Poles not go out and get a veteran edge because with with Matt Eberflus's system the interior deep the pressure from the interior defensive line is one of the most important things and we're hearing Javon Dexter has really adapted well to moving to that different system than what he played in college and if they're going to be able to put pressure on the quarterback like it seems like they're doing in training camp it's going to make things easier out on the edges, right? And we're hearing good things about Travis Gibson as well. So, you know, I know that a lot of Bears fans are still looking at that edge position, wondering what are we going to do with that edge? Are we going to be bringing in a veteran edge? And now with with everything that we're hearing, I've kind of gone, I've, I initially had the thought, this, this team is really going to look and give this defensive line every opportunity to show that they don't need to go out and spend money or assets 
I'm bringing in a veteran defensive lineman. And then I kind of, well, with, with the rumors and everything, I'm like, well, maybe they will go ahead and bring in one. But now with the way that things have gone, with the pads on in training camp, now it could be a mixture of our offensive line because, again, and I do want to mention this as well, it seems like Braxton Jones is having some of the same issues that he had in his rookie year as far as with, with QB protection. And so, you know, we'll see if, that, if that's just a training camp thing, him getting into rhythm. But overall, it seems like this defensive line is being able to put pressure on Justin Fields and that is why the defense in the last three practices has really shined in the last three practices, and especially since the pads were on. And if this if this line continues to thrive in that way, I can see them really rocking it out and uh, maybe going through preseason and seeing if that maintains when you're playing other teams before they go out and add an edge, right? And in talking about edge, Terrell Lewis is still shining, right? And I guess he's kind of more of a defense tag. We'll see what he ends up bringing. But, like, um, he flashed a little bit last week without pads, but now since pads got on, he's been he's been performing excellently against Braxton Jones. He, he he recorded what would have been a sack, right, and then got a pressure, and then got a in a third and long scenario. I tell you what, the offense as we hear that the offense is struggling, which Justin Fields started off this practice rough. It seems like he really came out and played much stronger at the end of the practice, which is fine. But this defense is just really really shining right now getting a sack on a first down getting a pressure on a third and long uh blowing up Braxton Jones like that uh Travis Gibson as well having a tackle for a loss going up against Darnell Wright it, it maybe it's a combination between the offensive line still figuring their things out but that defensive line like I said they are really shining a lot um and so you know we're getting we're going to get possibly a lot of depth there on that defensive line and we may have more depth than what we initially even thought coming in the defense has been that the last the two contact practices and then the last non-contact practice, the defense is what really shined, right? And so with Demarcus Walker not really being out there and Justin Jones not being out either, it seems like everybody is really stepping up on that defensive line to show, hey, we deserve a look at some minutes here as well. Um, so, yeah, it just overall extremely positive on that defensive side of the ball. As far as offense, Tevin Jenkins looks down like he went down with, with – uh, he got hurt in practice. Doesn't seem like it's going to be anything – uh, two series there. Um, it looks like Alex Leatherwood stepped up at that left guard position with Tevin Jenkins sitting out the rest of practice. One of the bigger questions that I have had is how the how the Bears going to use Alex Leatherwood. How is he going to factor into the depth of that offensive line? So it seems like he's now getting reps with that first team where he did yesterday. We'll see if that maintains and how long Tevin Jenkins is out or not. But with Nate Davis being out as well, right? This, let me be clear here. I'm not, I'm not ready to throw the, the flag for a huge level of concern yet, but there does need to start being a little bit of, of concern there a little bit with Nate Davis if he's not ready to go by the start of the preseason game. We are nine days away from Chicago Bears football. Yes, preseason, Matt Eberflus has kind of alluded to the starters are going to play. Doesn't really quite know how much they're going to play as of yet, but you know that, that's, that's happening uh, Justin Fields throwing interceptions, things like that. So it seems like maybe the timing that we initially heard off um, looks like Justin Fields threw uh, a pick off back-to-back throws uh, on seven on seven yesterday. One of it bounced off Robert Tanyan, Tanyan's hands and was picked off by Tyreek Stevenson, and another one was thrown high off the hand of Chase Claypool, and that one was intercepted by Jaquan Brisker. So yeah, Justin Fields, like I said, had a rough start. He finished pretty solidly there. We're seeing Tyler Scott. Uh, you know, come uh, j- dropping Jalen Johnson um on a with with an arm and 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 breaking away on a route. So there's still positives to be said about that that offensive side of the ball. Tyler Scott is 
is breaking Jalen Johnson's ankles. That speed, that athleticism, that quickness, we're seeing that already turn into a weapon. And I tell you what, right, and we'll talk about, you know, other members of that wide receiver core, but when you look at how this wide receiver core is shaping up, you have the number one wide receiver in DJ Moore who's just able to do everything. You have the size in Chase Claypool who Chase Claypool over this training camp I tell you what, a lot of his doubters, at least in the national media, are starting to realize y'all were throwing a doubt to the wrong player. We're hearing nothing but Chase Claypool making impact play after impact play, especially in the middle of the, of the field, then getting long receptions down the field, taking the top off the defense. So if those things happen, with you, you looking Tyler Scott with his speed, Darnell uh, Mooney, and we already know what Mooney can be when he's playing with an overall solid um, wide receiver core, I tell you what, this wide receiver core is going to be a lot better than I think what people were initially giving it. The biggest question is, how is Luke Getze going to call those plays? How is Justin Fields going to, you know, stand up, not make those mistakes? We're hearing him throw more interceptions now with the pads on, with him getting more pressure on him. So maybe it's kind of that, again, I've always talked about muscle memory with Justin Fields, with how much he's been hit his first couple of years in the NFL. And so maybe we're seeing some of that rear its ugly head a little bit. But I do think it was good that he, that he, he, Terrible start of practice, but he finished very strong, completing passes to Chase Claypool, getting touchdowns down, down there to him. So it, it's, 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 it's a tell of two, uh, two halves of practice when it comes to Justin Fields and the offense, but I do not want to overlook at all that the offense is still making plays, right? And uh, we'll see, man. We'll, we'll see. Everything right now, uh, you know, there, there are some signs for concern. Khalil Herbert, while he still has kind of that inside edge, it looks like at that uh, starting running back position, that pass blocking is still not a positive for him. Uh, we hear that, you know, Dante Foreman has been much better in regards to something like that, and we could see the Bears want to go more towards him uh, because of that. But, you know, we'll see. There's still plenty of time. Uh, they're working on it. They're working on that technique with him in practice as well. So, you know, th those are some things that, that could come out of it is also. So I don't want to act like it's just all bad. But Khalil Herbert has his signs for his signs for improvement there. And this Yesterday's practice was by far, by all reports, the worst practice that the offense has had in training camp. And so, you know, uh, three out of four uh, consecutive plays were interceptions. Uh, so, you know, that's a sign for concern there. Justin Fields getting pressure on him. We've already talked about the sacks that are, that are gone there. So, you know, we need to see that improve from this offense. It's good that they're getting tested early. It's good that it's getting a little chippy out there as well. I feel like that. But it seems like the defense is bringing that energy and edge, whereas the offense still needs to kind of find that path to bring in more energy, bring in more edge. While they do have players that individually are shining a little bit, as a whole, the offensive line isn't as – I mean, the offense as a whole isn't as cohesive as what it maybe looked like it was going to be before the pads were on. So those, those are some of the signs for concern. But overall, a very big day for the Chicago Bears defense. Um, they're doing their things. I just think that, you know, they need to be a little bit more consistent, which is something also – that Justin Fields and Darnell Mooney said. Darnell, I mean, Justin Fields, a quote for him yesterday. I told the offense today that we just need to have the same juice as the defense did. Uh, Darnell Mooney saying this, the biggest thing we need to do is be more consistent. Every little win we have on the field, we need to have energy about it. So, you know, we'll see if they if they can unlock and get that energy because they got to match that defense. That defense, they coming and they ready to go. But let me know your guys' thought down below. Make sure you guys also send in your thoughts as tomorrow is one of the mailbag days. Friday and Saturdays are mailbag days here at Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bears Central. You can send us any feedback, 
questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearcentral.gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the episode for our mailbags, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And like I liked in every episode on, shot town up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break, 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 media. media.